on the count of podcast? Podcast. <laughs> oh my god. What what just happened? MJ, we're not even talking about Torchwood on today's show. I know, but this is part of my fan fiction, so I have to work it out. And I didn't realize that there were sheets. I could have done so much more with sheets, not having to put all these timelines in different places. <laughs> Too late. Too many. There's too many timelines, man. Much, much love to John Barrowman. His mother is sick. Oh, yeah. Sorry, John. We're much thinking love. of you. Good uh, man. Yes, yes, yes. Unlike Jason Voorhees, who's not. He can fuck right off. Jason Voorhees is not a good man. No, are we recording? We don't like him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. You didn't even introduce I us. said on the count of podcast, and you just ignored me. I said, no, well, then, I, I then said they, podcast. Then they, had a med, then they had a meltdown over sheets. Over, yeah, which is weird. <laughs> Having sheet issues, man. <laughs> sheet. Sheet issues. So tell us, uh, MJ, since you're starting the show, uh, why don't you tell us about your fan fiction? Uh, well, this one's, uh, this one's weird. Um, it's not supposed these are two things that are never supposed to mix but it's torchwood and heartstopper and uh just because i kind of fell in love with one of the heartstopper characters so yeah can we talk about the movies we didn't watch (laughs) (laughs) we watched them well i mean sort of debatable i mean here's the thing (laughs) The whole Jason goes to hell idea was hell itself. Yes. Yes, it was. And I don't think we deserved it. No. I'm looking at you, Sean. This is, uh, welcome to the Everyone's a Critic 1993 podcast. Yes. I'm Sean uh, Sean Patrick, professional film critic. Uh, Amy is here, I think. Hi. MJ. Hello. It's writing Torchwood fan fiction while we're trying to do the show. (laughs) <laughs> There's a tree for you. I, I don't want him. Yes, anyway. Yeah. And uh Our movie this oh. week is Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, okay. Jason goes to hell. Jason goes to hell. He didn't actually go. No, oh. I wanted him to I guess he did at the end. Didn't I mean maybe? Did he? I thought he came back still, so I don't think that he ever did. Wait, no, he but he did go underground like a mole person. <laughs> So he may be living with the mole people. people. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. But in reality, Jason is a is a slug of some kind. He so (laughs) did he become a slug? There's an episode of the X Files called uh, Humbug, and Mulder and Scully go out to this traveling circus, Mm -hmm. and ultimately they're trying to figure out what's killing all these people, and it turns out that this guy had a vestigial, like, attachment that would jump off of him in the middle of the night and go kill people. That's what this creature was in, in Jason Goes to Hell. It was the exact same thing. I mean, it, it, it's not like this movie isn't derivative. Well, I mean, <laughs> also, you've got you've got uh, uh, X from X-Files in this, playing Creighton, Creighton Duke. See, I always know him as the, as the captain from 21 Jump Street. There, okay, but here's the thing. That show sucked. <laughs> the X Files was awesome. Not all the time, but 
MJ, are you familiar with the legend of uh, Jason Voorhees? No. So you know, no one's ever told you about Jason? Uh, not really. You've just not randomly come across this information at any point? I feel fortunate to say no. Because <laughs> <laughs> your, you. your father was a huge fan of Jason Voorhees and uh, used it to tra- traumatize me as a child. Not surprising at all. <laughs> he's, he's something. Do you think he, does he listen to the podcast? Because he, he's got to know we're, we're, we're just taking the piss out of him all the time. I highly doubt it. He'd be like, stop making fun of me on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, to- I, I didn't tell him where it's at. Oh, the man, the man listens to cassettes. Yeah, well, <laughs> hang on. Let, he's, let, let me, he's got a Walkman. I've got to turn my uh-huh. Britney Fox off here so I can actually hear what you're what you're saying. <laughs> one, one of the many bands that he listens to that he can play along with on the guitar. <laughs> trickster. I got to get out my Trickster cassette. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> fuck this movie. <laughs> Yeah. I, I well, I would say fuck all the movies that we were gonna watch for, for this time period. Yeah, I'm just just gonna throw that out there. So Jason goes to hell. Stars Kane Hodder as Jason, sort of, kind of, because right. Jason's not really in the movie all that much. No. He's kind of in the movie. He's in mirrors a lot. The movie opens with Jason. Uh, there's a woman. She arrives at a cabin on Crystal Lake. We assume. Yeah. Uh, she. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Jason uh, attacks after she takes her clothes off and goes to take a bath. Uh, then, then she runs away into the woods, and uh, turns out she's actually a secret agent, and has led him into a trap to explode him. Uh, wh- why did they go to such elaborate lengths? I mean, they could have just been, you know, it's not like Jason's going to hide from these guys. No, but it's like asking, why was this movie made at all? <laughs> You know, and I mean, we have all these reaction shots of her like she changes a light bulb in the room. <laughs> like we take all this time for her to like she realizes the light won't turn on. She walks to the to the shed. She finds the light bulb. She gets trapped in the shed for a moment. Then she gets out of the shed. Yeah. And then <laughs> she leaves the shed. She changes the light bulb and turns on the light in the wrong way. In the wrong way. <laughs> she didn't turn the light off. Right. Before she changed the light bulb. That light bulb would have been way too hot and, like, possibly electrocuting. And then she screws in another light bulb. Yep. Like. Yep. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> it's not how you're supposed to do it. No, it was, it was unsafe. Uh, OSHA was not on set this day. <laughs> OSHA. This movie was not OSHA approved at all. Well, at especially all. With, with their use of. Uh, guns and explosives. Yeah. I would say <laughs> this was not a safe set. I thought when it first started that it was just going to be meta and like they were actually filming it, like like watching what we do in the shadows kind of thing, <laughs> which that would have actually been interesting. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then we we, we see Kane Hodder as actually taking off the mask and all that well, kind of shit. And for a moment, there's like this moment where like the the guy, one of the lead FBI agent, turns to the camera and tells us, yeah, to start picking up the body of Jason and putting it in a bag. All three of us were really confused. We're like, <laughs> is he talking to us? Mahoney, well, we're yeah, Mahoney. We're, we're Mahoney, and I felt like I didn't sign up for this. 
Can we talk but about... Would that, would that be, wouldn't that not been a more interesting movie if we play Mahoney as the audience <laughs> and like we stay in that camera shot the rest of the movie Again, like where it's, it's just a, our perspective. It's watch a choose-your-own-adventure. Like, well, and we're gathering up Jason's body parts and putting him in a bag and taking him to the corner. <laughs> and then it's us running from Jason. I'm sorry. Like the rest of the movie. But whenever you say Mahoney, like I'm automatically going police academy. <laughs> like like we're Steve Gutenberg. And I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. As long as I don't get killed with it. I'd do that. He occasionally quips. You love, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hires a hooker to blow Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, so yeah, so we're getting all these body parts back. Are you loving these Police Academy references? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about the animated series next, if you'd like. There we'll was talk- an animated series? Yeah. I sent you a picture of it. Oh, my God. Um, we yeah. need to talk about, um, I think, the, 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 the grand hellscape of music <laughs> uh, by Harry Manfredini, <laughs> who should also go to what? hell for this. What was that? It was, it, it was like, um, the music wasn't confident of itself. <laughs> so it kept going, da-da-da-dip. No, am I? Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, is it going, like, sh- should I, should I do something here? Should, yeah. No, 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 not no. Yet, not yet. Dial it back. No, 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 Silence, silence. Yes. It was the weirdest noodling of, of, of score I've ever heard. So yeah, Harry Manfredini, fuck you. You're all you're making the cunt list. Because that that hurt all of our ears. Where is the list? Do you oh, have the list? Yeah, I've got it. Um, it's it's. Are under, you prepared in any way? I I brought my notes out of my phone, didn't I? <laughs> Although that was the only note I made. So, but the cunt list is over there somewhere. Yeah. We did drop uh, Mark Cohn off of it. By the way, you did. Yeah. What was that about? Because uh, he was, you know, I, I wrote him down as temporary anyway. But when uh, I was walking in Memphis. Yeah. Well, as long as you don't sing it again, we'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. I was walking you. with my feet straight off a of beel. I really, I really want you to stop doing that. <laughs> I really don't feel like I deserve this. Look at the cunt list even has like a cigarette burn on it. <laughs> it's so appropriate. <laughs> Yeah, so right now, I mean, we've got J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. Ellen, right. Chad Hanks, oh yeah, Polly Shore, mm-hmm. Kimmy Gibbler, <laughs> slash Andrea Barber. Because she doesn't shut doors. I, I, I'm just done with her. And then uh, Dave Chappelle, and of course, Mike Myers. So, not, 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 the actor now, Mike Myers. Harry Manfredini. And now Harry Manfredini, plus, if I may, hmm. uh, Jason? No. (laughs) These fine critics Ah, are are now on my cunt list because... Somehow, there are critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh Rotten Tomato uh, critics who like this movie. It's 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, mind you. But there are only four critics who actually like it, so there's only like 21 reviews. I mean, right. (laughs) So this one says, although it may not be a, quote, good Friday the 13th movie, <laughs> by whatever strange standards that is reckoned, Jason Goes to Hell works reasonably well on its own terms as a supernatural thriller. Fuck you, <laughs> Steve Biodrowski for Cinefantastique, you are wrong. Which, by the way, like, also a fun thing about these reviews, like, three of them, there, there are four, there, three of them don't have links to their actual... <laughs> reviews and the one that does that review is so long you can't read it 
TLDR. <laughs> and they all, almost all of them have the picture of uh, Pepe the Frog as their... Oh, as the... no. <laughs> Here's one that says, one of Jason's finer moments. That's coming from Caffeinated Clint from Movie Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Moviepoopshoot.com. <laughs> Fuck you, Clint. And then... um. Ken Hank from Mountain Express out of Asheville, uh, North Carolina says, well, it's no part five. No, I'm sorry. No, it's no part six. But then it's no Jason X either. What kind of dissertation was that? <laughs> That's a positive review, I, right? I guess so. Well, I mean, there's a little tomato next to it. So, yeah. So all of them, all of those men have made the cunt list as well today. You know, I'm not, I'm not bitter at all about not being a... A, a tomato meter critic, even though I am a member of the Critics' Choice Association and have written far more reviews than any other human being alive. It's That's fine. true. It's fine. Whatever. You never make it on the front of I, of Rotten Tomatoes, though. I've never seen you there, and I'm there I'm, a lot. I'm not a tomato meter cru- approved critic. That's, that's bullshit. How come Cinema Clint <laughs> can get on there? Make it make sense. I don't understand. I don't know. I've applied, but... Wow. I'm... You know what? Whatever. You Whatever. are, it's you fine. are it's to fine. us in, in our hearts. Okay? Uh, you're did, welcome. Did you know there's a famous cameo in this movie? Did I? Did you point it out when we were watching it? No, no. Is that but, when I uh, fell asleep? Maybe. Okay. No, there's a famous cameo. It comes around the end. Uh, it's arguably the most famous cameo in, in this movie. Yeah. I would say it is <laughs> one of the greatest moments in cinema history. Uh, when Friday the 13th the series, who's the lead actor in the movie. Uh, that's his name. That's his name. I, I didn't bother to learn his real name. Thank you, Phelous. Uh, Thank you, Phelous. <laughs> Friday the 13th the series, he starred in that. Right. And then he was added to this movie for, for reasons. He goes to climb a jungle gym, and, and Jason turns the jungle gym over. Yeah. That's the famous... Uh, <laughs> That's the famous cameo. The, the Jungle Gym is the famous cameo. That Jungle Gym appeared in Hitchcock's The Birds. <laughs> Here's the thing. The placement of that Jungle Gym did not make sense. It's like, oh, we've got it. Let's just put it on the lawn. I mean, it's like one of several things. They, like that Necronomicon shows up in this movie. That pisses me off. <laughs> Don't try to taint our movie. With your shitty movie and and the and the and the uh, the knife too from from Evil Dead too. That was an oh, uh, fuck you! <laughs> I have to, I'm sorry. That's not okay. I I have to I have to bring IMDb up on this one. Um, the other thing was one of the one of the greatest bits happened in the beginning of this movie where. We're, we're seeing where the, you know, the chunks of Jason are being brought back to the morgue. Yeah. And as the, uh, as, as, as the, as the switch is made from the soul of Jason into corner, into the corner, um, then we, we have this, this reporter after this reporting on what had happened. Very graphic, very graphic photos. Mm hmm which would not be allowed on television, I think. And then not only that, but there were stills from the film prior to them getting killed. <laughs> it's like a still photo of the guy 
in one of the coroner's assistants getting murdered, and they took a still photo of him right before his murder. They took a still photo of the coroner too. Right, and it's that's that's what made it. It's like, hey, I I like it because they kept they they stamped it dead, dead. You know, because they care. (laughs) They cared about making this movie well. They really put all put their all. We're we're putting our all into making Jason goes to hell. Yeah. MJ, do you have a favorite scene? No. No. You don't like horror movies. I I I don't like serial killer horror movies. I really, honestly, pretty much hate them. Like, I can't I can't deal with it. I, I'm the same way. I'm the same exact way. But like, really, because I'm just nauseous today. So it was the last thing I wanted to watch was a bunch of gore. But yet, I could recall all of the other ones that we've watched. I remember, I think we watched all of the Jason movies at one point, back to back, which uh, that does a lot on your psyche. Nightmare on Elm Street? We did all of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. So what's happened since then? Uh, I got older and more close to death. <laughs> I think I'm questioning my mortality, and I'm a little worried, that's so all. There's this, there's this TikTok that's recently gone viral of this couple, or this woman, part of a couple, she said that her and her boyfriend went to see Oppenheimer. Yeah. But before they went, they'd heard that there was a nude scene uh, with Florence Pugh. So they had to, like, get themselves prepared for it emotionally. And they talked about how they felt. And that what they were going to do when the scene came on, that he was going to put his head in her shoulder mm-hmm. until it was over. And then she was going to kind of squint and say, okay, okay, the scene's over. Are, are, are they... What? Are they- <laughs> Are they Christians? I don't know. Are they Amish? Are they Am- <laughs> no, because they wouldn't go into a theater. They're not allowed in theaters. On Rumspringer, they are. They, well, but they hate moving pictures. <laughs> what the? Fu- are you serious? <laughs> I can show it to you, but we're in the middle of a podcast. Well, you'll have to you'll have to show it to me later. Yeah, that's she, weird. she talks about yeah, they have to get ready. <laughs> so so basically, all of Twitter now is just owning them with various different <laughs> gifts. Oh, and here they were being vulnerable with their feelings. <laughs> Look, we wanted to go see this movie. But they but... say this is like a millennial trait now. Or is, he, uh, is this a trait for the younger people being fearful of nudity in movies? No. <laughs> Not at all. No. Not at all. Like, I really, I don't understand where this came from. I mean, it depends on who's nude, really. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. If it's if... Willem Dafoe, then we're going to have a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charles Durning, you know, or, or some or Madonna. Ma- oh, uh, well, not not now. It's body of evidence. Body, body of evidence. Body, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But Florence Pugh, really, like that—that's that's the one that scares you. That's weird. <laughs> not scary to me at all. No, <laughs> she's so pretty. Like everything about her is pretty. Wait, what's wrong with free the nipple? God damn it! <laughs> I thought we'd done this before. Jesus, if that's the case, yeah, then we are, we should have all pulled our own eyes out after Body of Evidence if that was the case. Good Christ. I mean, that movie is enough to make you fear nudity in movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Thankfully, Ari Gross keeps his clothes on during <laughs> sex scenes. <laughs> now, if, if we could just keep our eyes open for that. Anyway... Hey, Leslie Jordan was in this movie. It was. That bummed me out. It's like, why were you in this movie? Just taking work. Just needed the work and took the work. He deserved better. How about 
How about Battle Waitress? That was a fun bit. Battle Waitress was awesome. (laughs) Not only could she babysit the fuck out of a baby. (laughs) By putting it in an apple box. By putting it in an apple box. (laughs) (laughs) When Jason shows up, this character who has had no development whatsoever suddenly turns into the baddest ass killer in the movie. Damn. (laughs) She like... She like blasts him with a shotgun. Yeah. And she's like beating him with a fucking stick. And she stabs him. She's the hero we deserve. <laughs> but but she, what she, is her what was her name? <laughs> exactly. She's battle waitress. That's all she is. She's just battle waitress. She's just battle wait- waitress. Yeah, I, we don't know. I'm looking at the cast right now and I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not I'm, seeing battle waitress on there. Poor Aaron Gray. I feel so bad for Aaron Gray. Why? So, because we grew up with Erin Gray. Well, sure, but... Erin Gray was a TV star in the 1980s. She was on Knott's Landing. She was on uh, Silver Spoons. Yeah. It was like She had a bunch of big roles on TV for a number of years. And I think she thought that her career would be that. Like, she would have that going for her. And then, like, Hotel, like, went off the air. Like, mm. And then she couldn't find work. Well... And then here she is. <laughs> this is, like, one of the only feature films she's ever made she's in this like ninth friday the 13th yeah. movie just so fucking randomly and not like that but you're like a, i'm like a little kid remembering erin gray from silver spoons and going what the fuck is she doing here Why? <laughs> but again it's like okay so like leslie jordan did you did you make this choice or did your agent say you better do it you're not well, going to make rent this month was Le- who was leslie jordan in 1993 he was everything <laughs> in 1993 well, let's just say yes <laughs> i loved him Leslie Jordan. But didn't he become like popular later on? Yeah, well, late 90s, yeah. yeah. Will and Grace and that kind of yeah. thing. But... I, I don't think he was well known at this point. No. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at the cast code. I don't know who the fuck any of these people are, really. <laughs> aside from Leslie Jordan, Stephen Williams, and Aaron Gray. I couldn't tell you another thing that Friday the 13th the series has been in. What? I couldn't tell you. Oh, I'm... <laughs> I couldn't tell you anything else he's done, honestly. Uh... What if what if we brought him up and, and looked at it? Oh wait, that's not him. That's the that's the one guy, the douchebag. Um, Stephen Culp. Stephen Culp. <laughs> Correct. John D. Lemay. The Stephen Freeman. Is that, is that uh, Friday the Thirteenth series? Yeah, yeah. He was also on Remington Steel, The Facts of Life. You know all those hits that 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 <laughs> us kids like. <laughs> the kids love. Friday the 13th, the series. Fun fun note, uh, the guy who wrote, uh, got the final credit for writing Jason Goes to Hell was also a writer on, on Magnum P.I. Take that shit to the bank. Yeah, there's going to be he's somebody... Get, you know, he's getting three cent checks oh every time Magnum P.I. airs now. Aww. You had to bring that up in the middle of a writer's strike. A third of a cent, excuse yeah. me. I've, I've overvalued there, I was going to say, yes. Yeah, so someone, there was an actor that posted a check that they got, oh, and it was God. 0.00. Like, why even fucking send it? Who the fuck do you think you are? It's mocking the writers. That, that, that is. That's all it is. I know. That's it's It's pure bullshit is what it is. But, you know, there's another thing, though, and I know we're all over the place because we don't want to talk about Jason. Uh, <laughs> but... You're right. <laughs> yeah. Somebody on Twitter started this whole whole thing going, well, the people who made this want to be paid more. And they were like talking about how much they hated uh, She-Hulk. And it's yeah. like, they did the work. Yeah. Aren't you supposed to value work? Mm-hmm. Like, they actually did this. They actually put the thing on television. 
They need to be paid for that. Yes. It's an actual job. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's just... Well, See, it's she, a bunch of jealous fucks. Mad, no, you know what it is? It's a bunch of jealous fucks who wish that they could be artistic, yep. who wish they could be creative, uh, and and have those jobs and be respected as artists, and they just don't have that. And they work at a fucking gas station or some shit. <laughs> well, here's the thing, too. They think that just because you have a job on a Sorry, Hollywood... gas station workers. I apologize. <laughs> but I have a job on, on, on a TV show that you're automatically a millionaire and that is patently so untrue that is such a stupid thing to think god to th- some of these people are making twenty six thousand a year twenty six thousand that that and the cost of living and they're living out in fucking la because that's the only place where they can get the jobs i mean come on jason goes to hell is absolute garbage it is but jay hughley deserved to be paid for it yeah, regardless because they put in the work they put in the work to create this terrible fucking movie. I saw that tweet. I'm like, you're just the dumbest <laughs> fucking idiot ever. Anyone who's against the strike or anyone who's against that kind of shit. Anybody, why would you oppose people being paid more? Isn't that what we're supposed to want? No, because again, they think that they're don't living in a lot of luxury. Don't we value money more than anything in the world? So uh, somebody asks for more, shouldn't you support them? That's 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 the American way. That's what makes America Allegedly, great. until until you ask for money, and then they're like, they don't deserve that. They don't deserve that money. What are you talking about? Exactly. Make up your mind. What do you believe today? <laughs> what is it that, which part of your philosophy do you fucking buy into today? <laughs> it's people like that that are worried that their dear leader is about to go to jail in Georgia, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, the, the original title of this movie, mm. Friday the 13th, The Dark Heart of Jason better title yeah it, it makes more sense i think we should change it to jason go to hell yeah <laughs> you know i like that one better just, just go out. to hell you know <laughs> or call the movie go to hell, <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> jeff and i are on the on the uh on, on the other podcast we've yeah. been we've we've actually done commentary <laughs> tracks of the first two friday the 13th movies did you well but those they're, are the two the best right those are i mean they're two interesting movies they're two you know one one is good I think the other one is, you know, kind of, eh. now it kind of get worse from there. Right. But, uh, this is, is this worse than Jason X? I mean, you've never seen Jason X probably, but Jason goes to space. I have not seen that one. <laughs> Does he kill? Tell me that's not actually a real. Jason no, I'll goes to space. No, you. <laughs> yeah. Jason X. He like, Ends up being like they take his body into space for some reason, um, and he turns into like a Power Ranger and like <laughs> he gets a whole new like metal mask and like a whole new body and <laughs> so like what is it is it the girl from Vampire Diaries is in that one? I'm not sure. Uh, I, I would like to know, but for some reason I can't I can't look it up. So I don't know what's going on. There's this great kill where he like he's got like uh, oh what is it some kind of frozen thing like dry ice or some shit and he slams this girl's head in it and freezes her like flash freezes her head and grabs it and slams it down on a table and it explodes into a ball of ice this ball of ice just explodes that it's her head. <laughs> are you that looking, sounds awesome. Are you looking at a picture of Jason X? Yeah. <laughs> restart my computer uh i'll send you my review you can read that <laughs> ah, that's 
No, that looks terrible. <laughs> it's bad enough I had to read your review for this movie. <laughs> read that review. Kane yeah. Hodder is in that. Why would they take him into space? <laughs> Let's ask Todd Farmer and Victor Miller. I, I would like to ask them. That would be a very interesting. Here's the idea, guys. Let's send Jason to space. Hear me out. Hear me out. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's it's uh, it's Jordan Peele's character uh, from, from Ian Peele Gremlin sketch. He walks in. Get ready. Everybody got ideas. What if Jason goes to sp- Jason goes, goes to, to space, space? Starts breaking people's heads, dropping them in dry ice. Yes. <laughs> I hate it, but I love it. Dressed like a Power Ranger. Dressed like a Power Ranger. (laughs) Has to be like, that's so funny. That is so funny. My God. Good God. I was writing a review of Gremlins 2, and I just ended up writing about Key and Peele's Gremlins 2 (laughs) sketch. Did you really? Because Gremlins 2 isn't very good. Aww. I wanted to remember it differently. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. But that sketch is funny, though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you, you really can't go wrong with Key and Peele. You really can't. You know, just absolute, absolute genius. My God. Yeah, it just, this, this movie, as, as much as I kept putting it off and putting it off, mm-hmm. um, I wish I could have put it off again and again and again. <laughs> The rough cut of this movie was over 130 minutes long. <laughs> so they cut it down to 90 minutes. Could you imagine being the editor of this film, too? Oh, God. God. What a job. Oh. Having to make this garbage make sense. Oh. Now, make this stop. movie, at the very least, this movie does introduce us to the greatest character in Friday the 13th lore, Creighton Duke. That's true. Uh, Creighton Duke is a psychic. Yep. Uh, he's a detective. Uh, he's a bounty hunter. I say that. I say he can read minds because that's the only possible way he knows the things that he knows about Jason This guy is a walking uh, encyclopedia of (laughs) Jason Voorhees lore. yeah. And no one knows why. And no one asks. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going up to people and saying. He's just telling them everything. Yeah, Jason uh, Voorhees has got a sister, right? (laughs) And you are... Sir, this is an Arby's. <laughs> God. Jason Olsen, you be killed by a by a fellow Voorhees. <laughs> Sir, I don't know who you are. Just coming in and talking to our wall, and then... <laughs> just sitting in that booth talking to himself. Some guy yeah. named Jason. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, he's, so he's wearing a hat and a duster jacket, <laughs> just like Bill Hicks did, I mean, in, 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 in one of the, the best stand-up. But look, officer, yes, he's been sitting here for about 90 minutes. He keeps saying he's going to kill a guy named Jason uh, with the Necronomicon and his sister and a baby and a baby. And and then, he, a baby. then he broke a guy's fingers, for, which we don't understand why. <laughs> no, it was like, oh, I, you can have information. Yeah. I'm going to break your fingers. I, so. I, well, the guy, when he put it, when he put his hand out, I thought that he, he tenderly, like, he tenderly took it. Yeah, he, he, he blew on it a little bit, <laughs> massaged the knuckles, and then you know what? Fuck you! And it just breaks his hand. So weird. Like, what was the point? Why? Why did he want to do I that? Mean, 
he'll he'll tell a fucking wall about needing to kill Jason Voorhees, but this guy wants some information. (laughs) I gotta break your fingers for it. (laughs) And she's just like, why? But why? (laughs) I need $500,000 to kill Jason Voorhees, but for you, I'll do it for two fingers. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Why was Creighton Duke in jail? Why was he in this movie? Is the question. He, didn't he like talk back to the the sister, the waitress, and then they just called the police and then I threw think him in jail? maybe yeah. I think that was how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> it, that was it. He, he that just did talked it. Back to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think the backstory is my nine one one call. Is that they, they? This guy's just sitting in a booth talking, telling everybody about Jason Voorhees. Oh yeah, yeah. Jason Voorhees' sister actually happened to be there. Like, what? I don't have a brother anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. Poor Aaron Gray. I feel so bad for. You really do. I do. It feel it's it's hard. It's hard not to. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I don't feel anything for uh, night, uh, Friday the 13th, the series. I don't feel anything for anyone <laughs> at all. He's like the pastiest white guy yes. you could possibly have. He just has no personality <laughs> whatsoever. Like, at least Stephen Culp has, like, this innate, like, douchebaggery that, that kind of comes out that's you know, true. in every performance that he does. This guy just has nothing. He's just a, just a pasty little, like, wet, wet white bread. <laughs> like, if you got white bread wet, it would come out this guy. <laughs> oh, I hate this movie. <laughs> I, I I don't even like talking about it. Like, it upsets me that yeah. much. What'd you yeah. think of Freddy's cameo? Fuck that. <laughs> Freddy Krueger is uh, another... <laughs> so, have you heard of Freddy Krueger, MJ? Uh, Yes. Okay, Freddy Krueger you have heard of. What about Michael Myers? Yes. Not the guy from So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yeah, <laughs> thank I've God. Okay, but not Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I, I mean, I vaguely. Okay. That was because he tends to come up on Halloween's, you know, when people are wearing hockey masks and whatnot. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of. At those. the very least, his aesthetic, you know, is, has yeah. lasted through time. It's aesthetic. It's aesthetic. <laughs> a whole Pinterest page. Of- <laughs> My aesthetic is kind of like, uh, you know, deathcore, hockey core. Oh no! Yeah, I don't know. You, when you have so many movies to choose from for a weekend. Mm-hmm. I wish we didn't have to choose this one. I wish we didn't choose any of the ones that we've seen. And you know what? We're not. We're not even gonna. We're, there's no way we could even begin to tell you about Surf Ninjas. So because fuck that movie and fuck you, Rob. Sh- Actually, Rob Schneider. Cut yeah, list. count cut list. list. Got him on, Get list. him on the cut list. I need a pen or a pencil. He's, surf Ninjas stars Rob Schneider as a, not a surfer. Yeah. Along with Ernie Reyes Jr., who is a surfer. A surfer. And, also he, and Rob Schneider's a redhead in it. And <laughs> 30 years old, but also in the 11th grade. Right. Precisely. <laughs> and, then, and then just super racist for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, well, we knew that. We, even the beginning <laughs> of it. 
He can't not do it. He it's can't been not. even thirty years ago. Rob Schneider couldn't not do a racist voice. Right. Like right. it's just it's just who he is now. Well, but when you know the pinnacle of success is making copies, oh, what are you God. gonna do after that? What are you gonna do after that? Yeah. You don't have anything left to do. It's done. It's over. Just be glad you were you didn't experience Rob Schneider in your life <laughs> until today. And we're sorry that you even had to go through that. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for Jason because I think everybody needs that experience. But like Rob Schneider, I will apologize for. You won't apologize for Jason. No. Why? Because <laughs> there's actually some good things about the Friday the Thirteenth movie. Okay, but not this one in particular. <laughs> but there's never been anything good about Rob Schneider. He's never done anything good in his entire life. As much as Adam Sandler would like to shove him <laughs> down our throats. Hey, Adam. If I wanted Rob Schneider, I'd ask for Rob Schneider. <laughs> He's just trying to keep a man from living on the streets. Well, Give Sandler a break. You know, Rob, the Rob benevolence Schneider. of that man. Oh. He has kept so many people from living on the streets. Because otherwise, <laughs> would these people have any like valuable skill whatsoever? No. He keeps them off the streets. <laughs> good for you. I say good for you, Sandler. I say I'm proud of you, Sandler. I'd say... I say you, thank you to moving to Netflix so I never have to watch your movies again, Sandler. God, Jesus. <laughs> I think I think Adam Sandler needs to stop <laughs> doing a lot of things, but yeah. mainly stop giving Rob Schneider a voice. <laughs> Did, do we, I mean, how do we know that secretly Adam Sandler wasn't behind Surf Ninjas? Do we know that? We don't I know don't, that. Nobody, no one was behind Surf Ninjas. I, I, gotta, I, I have to bring this up because <laughs> yeah, I was so confused because, okay, so Rob Schneider plays this guy named Iggy in the movie. Right. I was so confused until Sean goes, do you know how old he was when he made this movie? And I'm like, 29? He's like, he's 30. And then I was really confused because he put on a backpack and said he was a junior in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was he held back? Like, did we, they we didn't did, get a backstory. I don't think we got a backstory of that. How many years would he have to be held back to be 30 <laughs> and still a junior in high school? I mean. 13 years? Was, yeah. <laughs> 13 years. Yes, he was held back 13 years. Oh, my God. You know what? If he is a surf ninja, yeah. He's probably <laughs> held back 13 years. Yeah, well. And then Leslie but, Nielsen's in it too, and he, like like Phantom of the Opera. What the fuck is that mask and all that shit going on? And he also yeah, and he, he was like mechanical. Yeah, it was weird. And he has a hard time answering his phone, which it was weird. And then he broke it, so now you really can't answer it. <laughs> the backstory is like uh, so. These like two kids are like the children of a ninja, and then the uh, the ninja sent the kids off to live with their uncle. Who became their dad, and oh. then the the dad came back as a ninja because he thought that other ninjas were going to attack his kids, which they were. Wait, at the behest was, of Leslie Nielsen. That was the nin- that was the ninja guy that kept like the, the homeless was, guy. Yeah, the, that, that was walking around with the eye patch. Yeah, that's their dad. He looked younger than them. <laughs> I've never seen this movie before, so <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think that is what I took away from Surf Ninjas was that as the backstory. 
I could be wrong. Uh, I hope so, because I don't think, <laughs> think that should be. So, yeah, I think he was, because Ernie Reyes Jr. is in the movie, and then Ernie Reyes Sr. is in the movie, and I believe that was Ernie Reyes Sr. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess that sort of makes sense. It sort of, maybe, who knows. It could very well make no sense whatsoever. And uh... <laughs> Indeed. Did you know? I... So, get, you'll love this. This is some wonderful lore. The director of, of this film, a man by the name of Neil Israel, also directed eight episodes of Dog with a Blog. Oh. <laughs> That's interesting. That oh. is interesting. Hmm. Have you seen Have you seen the series uh, I Didn't Do It? Yes, I did. I have he seen. directed an episode of that. Uh, the Fresh Beat Band. Not that one. No, not familiar. How to Rock. Uh, ish. He did an episode of that. Kicking It? No, but that one <laughs> kind of seems similar to this one, I think, because that one, yeah, that one was the one... Does that have ninjas? I remember seeing it. It, it has. Um, oh no, it's um, it's martial arts though. <laughs> so, uh, so it makes sense that he was there. How about uh, Zeke and Luther? No, no, not no. that one. Phil of the future? Mm-mm. No, nothing. <laughs> he also directed the TV movie The Brady Bunch in the White House. Oh no! <laughs> I. It's a very colorful career. <laughs> oh, maybe you, you missed it. You're missing the Neil Israel discourse. Aww. <laughs> he was he was our our uh, our director, wasn't he? He was. Did you guys talk about the fact that we uh we were so tempted to stop this movie and go to Hard Target? <laughs> <laughs> you know a movie's bad when you'd rather watch a Jean Claude Van Damme film. I'm just saying that mullet. It's, I mean, it's majestic. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's, it's the greatest movie mullet. There's no better. You know what? That's one hell of a movie mullet. <laughs> you know what? After seeing my dad's mullet, I can't find any mullet majestic. Um. <laughs> that was quite a mullet. Uh, your dad had a very majestic uh-huh. mullet. We still have pictures. They're right so, over there. Business in the I've front. Some of them. Party, Party in the in back. The back. <laughs> That's uh it's a party I don't want to be invited to. <laughs> There's only one her- one person who can pull off a mullet now, and that's Curtis Connor. Outside of that, you don't get to have one. Just stop it. Stop it. See, get some help. The only mullet I've been okay with is from I uh, you- Supernatural. <laughs> Wait. Somebody had a mullet on Supernatural? Yes. I don't remember that. Um, His name was Ash. Oh, that is a party. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> Sean, you're going to need to see he this just one. It's the mullet. Look. That's beautiful. Oh, that's lovely. But see, the thing is, like, if you're going to do a good mullet, you want the sides to be a little shorter. Mm. You know, he's got a little bit of a growth. You don't want to blend. Side. No yeah. blending. No blending. Well, you know, not he, too much blending. He didn't really have a date. He lives base. He sleeps on a pool table at a bar. <laughs> but just like your dad. Just brilliant. like dad. <laughs> And someday he'll come home. The difference, though, is that this guy is, like, incredible with computers. Like, he went to MIT, but got kicked out mm-hmm. for um, 
some, I think it was some sort of uh, fraud or something like that. And Is his backstory part of your uh, supernatural fan fiction? No. <laughs> I just know way too much just about throw, supernatural. Throw ash in there for any, any reason at all. He's he's like he's, he's like when someone tells you you've got dad at home. <laughs> I was right. So Zatch, yeah. the character with Zatch, the with the eye patch, yeah. is Ernie Reyes Sr., the father of Ernie Reyes Jr. So uh, I was right. Yeah. I, that doesn't look like it should be the case. <laughs> MJ thought that Zatch was younger than Ernie Reyes. <laughs> Did we but you thought Ernie Reyes Sr. was younger than Ernie Reyes Jr. Did we get to the point where all the uh, out of nowhere we have um, they're they're like doing an operetta up on the stage? <laughs> out of nowhere! Oh no, I was now. Now you see how old he is. I was wrong. Now but, you see. Oh, I thought the kid, but the kid with the eye patch was different. <laughs> it was an adult. <laughs> he looked like a kid. Bro. That movie was in such bad quality. Oh my I god. Swear. We had to watch it on YouTube because this movie's not available. Wait, yeah, so the quality sucks. <laughs> how how is that one's junior? How did there, that one's junior? And he's like my age. Junior. There's no way. Ernie Reyes Jr. was 21 years old when he made this movie. Oh, then he's not my age. Ernie <laughs> Reyes Sr. See, look at him. All shirts off. Shirts they off. They don't time. look entirely. Other than height, they don't look entirely. These two don't look entirely. <laughs> because one's younger than the other. He's yeah, a young boy. Like, they, he's got a bit of a baby face right there. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. That was from the 80s. That was from the 80s. Okay. <laughs> it, was it was a different time. It was a different Ch- time. Children Racism o- was okay. Children looked older than their parents. <laughs> their parents yeah. were like, if they were 40, they looked like they were 90. <laughs> it was a different time. You could smoke in the mall. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> And the movie theaters. <laughs> hey, you know what? Tone Loke was in this movie. I forgot Tone Loke was he, in this movie. He was movie. Lieutenant Spence. Wow. And uh, actually, if I'm correct, I believe it was his song that started the movie off. It too. very well could have been. Yep. Um, yeah, so many great things that he's done with his life, you know. Fucking Tone Loke, man. <laughs> Funky Cold Medina. Funky Cold Medina. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bust a move. I mean... Come on. That was a young MC. Oh, uh, uh, all the same. And then, you know. <laughs> he did the wild thing. Wild thing. And he did Funky Cold Medina. Oh, young MC was cute, though. Yeah, he, he was hot. Tone Look was not that good looking. <laughs> to me. To me. Young MC had a sweet little face. Aww. He did. He was Bust a Move, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. What yeah. else did he do? Was <laughs> it just Bust a Move? No, I think he had a song about school or something. No, he didn't. He did. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Yeah. I should remember. You that should one. remember your young MC lore. <laughs> Why don't you remember no, your young MC like... lore? <laughs> Do you remember the lore of young MC? <laughs> no, I don't. Principal's office. Come on. Oh, pr- oh, sure. <laughs> well, of course. Come That's... on. Who doesn't remember that song? <laughs> MJ. <laughs> So they weren't born yet? No, I, I don't want to hear it was before my time. I don't want to hear that. It's up to you to do the homework here. Well, <laughs> you can see what's give even... me the homework if you want me to do the homework. <laughs> he wasn't even in this fucking movie. It's like, let's just talk about Young MC for the rest of the time. 
Young MC, known as uh, by his stage, Marvin Young. Marvin Young uh, was British. He's a British-born American rapper. He was British-born. He was British-born. Oh, that's also probably why I liked him. <laughs> I love me a good Brit. I'm a fan. He grew up in America. Yeah, well, he should have stayed in Britain. <laughs> Can you do bust a move in an English accent? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't think of the words now. Bust a move. Don't just stand you there. Bust a move. You got it. I know that part. <laughs> Baby, you got it. <laughs> That's even not I even his part so of the song. Move it, boy. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, wait, no, sorry. <laughs> Terrible. Well, I don't care. I, I like. I didn't. I, I didn't join this <laughs> podcast to make friends. Okay, I'm here. It's it's a challenge, <laughs> and I will defeat all of you, or go home. Did you know he won a Grammy? Yeah, I bet you didn't. I bet I did. <laughs> because anybody could win a Grammy back then. Because let's face it, it was the 80s. They were giving Grammys away to people that weren't even singing their songs. There's a Millie Vanilli documentary out that's coming out. I can't wait to see. I'm Are you so serious? excited. Yeah. I want to see it too. I, I was so fascinated by that story. Did you ever did you ever get to the uh, the George Michael documentary? No. Oh, it's fantastic. You've got to watch it. You know what's really good, though, is the AHA documentary. Have you seen that? I didn't even know they had a documentary. There's a great documentary on AHA. AHA, of all bands. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I'll check that one out, too. They are also not in Surf Ninjas. Thank God. (laughs) For all of you, for anyone listening to this, if you are not in Surf Ninjas, (laughs) I'm so happy for you. Yes. And you deserve all the good things in the world, unless you're Kimmy Gibbler. This movie, it get, it Surf Ninjas, was shot in five weeks. Could you tell? It shot in five weeks. <laughs> With a three-day work week? <laughs> I don't think anyone gave a shit about it, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen to this. This is funny. This is How is this... How is this IMB, IMDb trivia? Just tell me how this is. Okay. The main reason why this movie didn't do well at the box office is because there wasn't any promotion or marketing. I don't think that was it. <laughs> think that was it no it was a a time period when new line cinema was changing hands so it fell through the cracks a little bit um nope it it didn't (laughs) people were very correct yeah i would say it's probably the uh inclusion of rob schneider (laughs) the death knell of all movies (laughs) (laughs) you could have like top-notch artists in a film and then they throw him in there it's like well I guess we'll just all pack uh, it in. So, but we got the guy from SNL. What do you want him to do? I don't know. Have him play their friend who's a teenager. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Where's my check? Yeah, right? Hey. Look, look I, I'm just doing this to get ready for Dog with a Blog. <laughs> it's all, it's oh, the yeah. only thing I want to get to here. Okay, look. I know it's about 15 years away. But it's coming. But it, I'm, I've been working on this Dog with a Blog thing for years. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And, uh, I'm working through Neil Israel's inner monologue. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, like Rob Schneider would go, like he would just go and audition. He'd say, "Now look, what is the most racist character I can play in this movie?" <laughs> just wondering. Can I do something racist? Can I do something racist in this movie, please? <laughs> He's just a horrible, horrible person. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's like, I mean, everybody's told him not to do this, and that just makes him more empowered to 
do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why, he's why not? He's 60 years old now. What? Is he really? Oh, he's 30 when he made this movie. Oh, shit. And it's 30 years later, so he's 60 well, I mean, years we old. Can't, we're, we're kind of getting old, too. <laughs> but still, yeah. Yeah, old man. Grandpa. <laughs> what would you... We've got Rob Schneider at home. What would that be? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> the guy who starred in Bucky Larson? There it is. <laughs> Swartzen. Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen. <laughs> oh, no. God bless him. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> or the guy who started in Grandma's Boy, whatever the fuck that guy's name <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Grandma's Boy. Do I know that one? He play. There's this, like, one of Sandler's side guys, plays, oh. like, a real ha- pot smoking guy who works developing video games, and he lives with his three old women. And, like, I don't know, Shirley Jones wants to fuck one of his friends. I remember that. I was deeply disturbed. <laughs> I can't even remember the two other old ladies in the movie. They're well known. God, why, Shirley? I don't... What's wrong with you? There was this, there was this weird trend, like, in the, the late 90s. with the and, and it was, like, it started with a Pepsi commercial, I think, where it was, like, a bunch of old people, like, drink Pepsi and start partying. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody glommed onto this trend of, like, old people are funny doing young people things. And that's when Adam Sandler says, let's make Wedding Singer. Here's an old lady to sing to rap in my movie. And then The Simpsons comes along and just ends the joke in the most brilliant fashion ever. Did they? How? I'm gonna... I mean, you never heard this. They've got, like... Okay, so Sideshow Bob's in jail. Right. And he's lamenting culture in general. And then he's watching, he hears on television, uh, it was one of the Redgrave sisters, I'm going to haul ass to Lollapalooza. (laughs) That's the line she says. And then she plays it off on a motorcycle. (laughs) After that, nobody can do the joke anymore. It was too stupid after that. Oh, that's great. Poor Sideshow Bob, his heart breaks oh. hearing it, and that's how he decides to, to blow up Springfield. Like, didn't he try to kill Bart a thousand times, too? <laughs> yeah. Like, that was his whole point, and he just wanted to kill Bart. But then after that, he wanted to blow up Springfield. That's well. Because <laughs> that's... culture had gone too far. <laughs> but it had to be Springfield to get <laughs> take, take you down. I'd rather talk about that than, do, than, than watch the, than talk about Serpent. It, actually, either one of these movies, you know, it just can, they both can fuck off. What me. was Leslie Nielsen's deal? Like, why was he here? Like, what part of ne- Leslie Nielsen needed this That's, in his it, life? It's that comic relief. See, t- okay, so here, case in point. You take somebody who did something really funny in the past, mm. and then you throw them in a B-movie to be kind of comic relief. And what it is, is it's just sad watching somebody's career just die. <laughs> And it's like, well, that I guess if you're going to go out, you may as well go out in a blaze of sadness. Mm. And that's what he did. He did. Yeah, very absolutely. Sad. Very, very, very sad. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like Rick Mail when he was in Merlin. Why would you do that, buddy? You were, you were brilliant, you know? You were in The Young Ones, for fuck's sake, and now you're in Merlin? Mm. Ugh, it hurt. That hurt my soul. Yeah. But he's dead now, so... <laughs> Not that I want him dead because I miss him very much, but mm. it's probably better that he doesn't make bad movies anymore. So <sighs> there it is. Yeah. There it is. So you saw Barbie. I saw fucking Barbie and so did MJ and it was fucking awesome. It was 
thoroughly brilliant. So you really liked Barbie? I loved Barbie. <laughs> I cried three times during Barbie. And one of those times was just out of pure joy that it was pissing Bill Maher off. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm smiling as the tears are coming down. But this is a beautiful moment. Bill Maher's going to be so bad at this. <laughs> He's not going to like that. Oh, nope. nope. Bill's not going to like that. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I can hear him now. It's wonderful. Mm, mm, Bill Maher tears. Bill Maher tears. Mm, 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 mm. Give them all to me. <laughs> That's funny. Actually, because uh, Pushing Up Roses on YouTube was going to do a, a Murder, She Wrote episode. It had Bill Maher in it, and she's like, but I, I said, no, fuck no, we're just going to do, I will, I refuse to watch this episode, so, and I think that's how we all should be, with anything Bill Maher, uh, really. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's the new Dennis Miller. Why does he hate happiness so much? I don't know. The guy smokes more pot than anyone. You'd think that he'd be chill. No, he's, he's not. He's, he's just like... not. <laughs> like, how do you hate Barbie? You know, of, of all things, did you did you see the, 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 the pastor that took a bat, he taped Bibles to it, and beat up the Barbie Dreamhouse on stage? Did you see this? No. Oh, like a what? tantrum. He was having a tantrum. And he was so angry. People go to this man for guidance. For guidance. This is a youth pastor. This is, the, this is their spiritual leader, and he's having a, a literal tantrum on stage <laughs> over Barbie. And isn't... I thought the whole thing about the Bible is like, isn't that it's a sacred text? And you're <laughs> supposed to, yeah, you're just taping it to a to a baseball bat. You know, why not put some spikes in there too? You know what? You know, you know what's you know what makes a great weapon? The Bible. <laughs> you know, because Jesus loved weapons so much. Oh yeah, he was such a such a weapon guy. I can recall that time that Jesus beat a man to death with a baseball bat. Oh. My favorite part of the Bible. Jesus had the kickass. <laughs> Eagle tattoo on his chest. <laughs> Just, uh, freedom. Freedom. Spelled with one E. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump tattooed on the back. On his ass. On his ass. On his ass cheek. <laughs> See that? We all knew that he was a Christian. We all knew. That's that's my kind of patriotism. <laughs> as long as it includes Jesus. Get up here. Uh, Jesus with AK-47 shooting Ken. Right. <laughs> My God! <laughs> I I sorry. I just I just think that it, it, Jesus would have loved this movie. <laughs> well, if Jesus is all things, he created this movie. That's precisely it. That's precisely. But then that's assuming that God, you create Bill Maher and Barbie. <laughs> I think he was. I think he was depressed one day. <laughs> you know. Well. Bill Maher used to be a hero. Yeah, like it's so sad to watch him turn into like like uh, a combination of Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan. Exactly. <laughs> like, I forgot to put him on the but, cunt list. But you know what? Joe Rogan liked Barbie a lot. Um, <laughs> make that make sense? Okay, I think he's sleeping with an eighteen-year-old. Oh, and he, you know. And she's she's like, yeah, daddy, let's go to Barbie. Oh. <laughs> you love it when I say, daddy. <laughs> it sounded like Chewbacca there. <laughs> Can I just get in on that discourse yeah. for a moment? Yes, you may. Why? I, I, why would any? I had, 
what I've had like these bots on Twitter like come at me like for dating sites or whatever. Yeah. And they always start off with daddy. Yeah. And it's like, I'm what are you talking about? <laughs> that is not sexy. Do not call me daddy. I am not your dad. I am not related to you. That doesn't make me want to have sex with you. That is so disturbing. I know. I am so bothered by all of that. <laughs> It hurts me so much. One moment in Umbrella Academy where this girl's kissing up on up on Ben slash Klaus. And uh, so Ben's like, oh, Klaus, you're so dirty. And she just reaches for his face and goes, yeah, you are, daddy. And every time she says that line, we both get so, so like, icky feeling. So icky feeling. How's how's this feel, lady? Mommy. Mommy. Cousin. Cousin. <laughs> oh, cousin. Oh. You're so dirty, cousin. Cousin. <laughs> or if you're in Arkansas, brother cousin. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are brother cousin. <laughs> Sarah Sanders does dirty talk. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it all. <laughs> you know, that's we we should just fill the United States with bleach and drown ourselves. <laughs> We have we have no right. We we don't deserve to be here. Why we're the civilization? We're the civilization that created surf ninjas. <laughs> you should be thanking us, England. Uh, that's my favorite gift now. If people like, when they see something stupid, they they post the pic. They post a gif of the uh, King of England from from uh, Hamilton. <laughs> You'll be back. Please uh, take yes, me. Take me. Take me back. <laughs> I will be there within go. the hour, man. God. I don't know how I'm gonna be there within the hour, but I'm gonna be there within the hour. Please, please, King, take us back. Please come. Will you just send a boat? <laughs> yes. We'll be there. Please We're ready. I will pack one bag, <laughs> and we will go. We'll get the fuck over to England. Now. Right, right, right now. God. Is that, is that, is that sad? It's sad. It is it sad. Be like sad. that. But then I remember growing up and always thinking, whenever I would hear people say America's the greatest country on earth, I just remember my, my skin falling off. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. no, I, I always hated when we did stuff like that. And I was also not really a, a Pledge of Allegiance kind of gal either. Now you can say to them, but we created Surf Nazis. Surf Ninjas. Surf Nazis. There's a movie called (laughs) Surf Nazis that we actually, we we should watch. We should watch that. I'm terrified of it, but yeah. Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas. We created this. This exists. But Robbie Sheehan, I think you should love me because I'm from America and we gave you Surf Ninjas. (laughs) And then Robbie's like, yep, that makes sense. (laughs) Guess I'm in love with you now. Yeah, you are, daddy. (laughs) Oh, no! 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 The term daddy goes on the daddy. cut list. Yep, okay, I'll write yes, it, it on this. I just wrote it Bill Maher's name on there, so yeah. The, the, oh. the offender? The term daddy. <laughs> there it is. The daddy. And, oh, it, uh, how, plan of attack. How? Oh, does it ever go off the list? No, it stays no. there. Yeah. Just, just don't do it. Just don't just do that. Just don't do it. Don't. Ever do that? <laughs> so Stop it! I want you to. I want you to pause when you're thinking of calling someone daddy and think of the 
implication of that. Yeah. That they've given birth to you and raised you <gasps> from childhood. <laughs> That's your imply. That's the implication you're giving to the person you're about to have sex with. Most people have to go to therapy for trauma. <laughs> yeah. When daddy did that to them. Oh, God. And someday he'll come home. Oh, God. The implications. <laughs> the implications. <laughs> <laughs> And this is why we are the we are the number one podcast (laughs) on iTunes. Don't do that research, though. (laughs) Never look that up. Never look that up. Take our word for it. (laughs) Are you okay, honey? Do you need therapy? I do. Okay. After that, scheduled my next appointment yet? (laughs) Why are you here today, MJ? Because my aunt kept saying, "Daddy." That's enough. That'll do her. The final piece of trivia on uh, Surf Ninjas. Yeah. Originally written as a straight action adventure somewhere between Indiana Jones and the Goonies, Rob Schneider, along with director Neil Israel and some other people, did a rewrite of the film and turned the movie into this very schlocky, bizarre thing. Wow. (laughs) And we call that trivia. (laughs) It's just editorializing of the Surf Ninjas trivia. (laughs) That is something else right there. Wow. Famous cameo on this movie. Uh, the blue military uniforms from Street Fighter <laughs> are also in I need you to stop using inanimate objects as cameos, Sean. That's not what they are. <laughs> it's just people who are cheap who needed wardrobe, so they raided another closet of some other movie. So both of us uh, were doing some, some YouTubing this week and finding yeah. some things. Uh, I'm going to tell you about mine first. Okay. I've already told MJ about this. Okay. There is a YouTube channel I'm going to tell you about right now that uh, frankly should not exist. Over the Hedge, but only five seconds a day. It's the movie Over the Hedge, the animated film starring Bruce Willis and Steve Carell. Okay. And I believe Gary Shandling is in it. Okay. Um, and basically this person for the past 78 days has posted five seconds of the movie Over the Hedge on YouTube every day. That's a great idea. (laughs) Why do I think that's a great idea? I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was going to be something, like, terrible. But that's pretty funny. They have have 100... They have 1,058 subscribers. Really? They do. Wow. Okay. They have their own Discord server you can join. If no. You'd like to be part of that. <laughs> but they also have they have a particular obsession that is kind of uh, well, kind of disturbing. <laughs> that was a over the hedge. <laughs> that was in my ears. <laughs> that looked like you got zapped by like um, a oh. cyber man. So they, like, they, they on yeah. the hedge. <laughs> they have a particular channel that they love, and it's called Bussy Lover. No, no, and it's just animated butts. Yeah, it's just, it's just short little pictures of animated butts. That's none of my business. <laughs> no, I've never heard the term bussy. Oh, is this a regular term, MJ? I've, unfortunately, I've heard of it. Um, you know, you know what it is. I don't want it to exist, oh. but I've heard of it. What is it? Where does it come from? What's the origin of bussy? Butt pussy. Oh! Yikes! 
somebody had to say it, guess it was going to be me. <laughs> that explains a lot about this thumbnail. <laughs> I believe it's I believe it's a nude Shrek. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, no. Shrek. No. There's, just, there's this brief snippet. In this. There's a brief snippet of Shrek where he's uh, taking a bath in the swamp and he jumps in, and you can see a particular angle that you shouldn't see, and they've apparently paused on that angle. They they really tend to. Victimize cartoon characters for that. So this person also did the bad guys, but only five seconds. <laughs> the bad <laughs> so, guys is funny. It's another animated film. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Because <laughs> to me, it's like that—that's—that's that's hilarious. They just post five seconds of the movie, and I guess I guess that beats copyright. So can you watch it all together then? They do have a playlist where it's all the videos in order, yes. That's so funny. Interrupted by one of their bussy videos. (laughs) Why? I don't know. What a time to be alive. (laughs) You know? Months ago, I did this piece online, this satire piece, because I stumbled across another YouTube channel. The official YouTube channel of the television series Coach. Somebody, no. somebody was posting just like eight minute segments of Coach and calling themselves the official Coach YouTube channel. I would think if it was official, <laughs> you get to post more than eight minutes. It was not official. It was clearly somebody ripping these off of a VHS and just taking pieces of it. And they had like the back of one of the VHS clippings as the like their their about page. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. So I came up with this elaborate fiction uh, regarding how this came to be, how this man became obsessed with Coach and lost his entire life. He was a janitor working at a school. His only love in the world was Coach. His son, you know, was much more online than him. He was able to transfer the VHS, but finally when he got to season 8, the son just said, "I'm sorry, dad, I can no longer do this." and walked away and he gave up gave up his relationship with his own son so he could maintain this coach YouTube channel. <laughs> there was like this incident where he's trying to get, uh, you know, signed items from the coach, you know, cast. And he goes up to like coach's daughter and he has her sign this picture, but she refuses to sign it because it's coming from, because it's coming from her dressing room on the set from an odd <laughs> angle. That he, <laughs> the implication being that he was in the room when he took this photo and now wants her to sign it. <laughs> I think people's head cannons are way better than the actual story. <laughs> his, his wife is still with him, but she's given up. She's just an alcoholic now. Oh, he's, can blame he's, her. He's blown all their retirement on coach memorabilia. You know, <laughs> mock Screaming Eagles jerseys and Shelly Fabre signed photos. He's got Craig T. Nelson's phone number. Because <laughs> it's still a landline at Craig, Craig T. Nelson's house. He went to Jerry Van Dyke's funeral. Jerry Van Dyke came to his house and had dinner with him. <laughs> And told coach stories all night because Jerry Van Dyke is just such a great person. Just imagine. And loves, lo- loves talking about coach. Imagine being so obsessed with that show, though. <laughs> like, of all the shows, it's not Norman Lear. It's not no. anything like that. It's, it's not it's supernatural. Coach. No. You know, it's, like, it's, it's coach. It's coach. It's, it, it's so bad. <laughs> Are you? Yep. Fuzzy's looking up coach now. It's, like, it's yeah. TV Craig T. Show. Nelson, the brother of Dick Van Dyke. Yes. 
<laughs> the voice of Patrick from SpongeBob. Ah, yep, Bill Fagerbecky. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Coach. And it was just about a football coach. <laughs> That's it. That's it. He's a football coach. He's got some weird. Sleeps and lives football. Yeah. According to the. Yeah. <laughs> He's got an on and off relationship with Christine here. TV news anchor Christine. Oh, my God. Why do we remember this show? Because <laughs> I watched the coach official oh YouTube. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember mom There's watching nine it. Nine seasons. Of I, yeah. I know. How? That's. It was uh, it was paired with Roseanne. That, well, at the peak before Roseanne went crazy, uh, <laughs> at the peak of her powers, did, did, her, did, you put a show on after, after Roseanne, Roseanne, and it would just it would be a hit. In? It it lead it could live forever. But the thing is, it's like, do you think there were ever, and especially like eighties, nineties shows, there was always that one where they would be like promoting it, saying. And on a very special coach. <laughs> was there a very special coach? I think episode? like somebody got a one of his players got a DUI or something. Oh and... yeah, that could be. <laughs> that could be. Are, are are you making a new list of coach episodes instead no. of Torchwood? <laughs> I um I don't need to start that obsession. I've already got this one. It, it would There's be weird to go from Torchwood to coach here. though. That would be so That's weird. quite the leap. Fighting aliens in an underground um, organization, or uh, the coach of the Minnesota State coach. Screaming Eagles. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even really like sports in general. I definitely wouldn't watch a show about. It. Like, I'm still refusing. My mom keeps getting me to try to watch. She keeps trying to get me to watch Ted Lasso. I still haven't done that. Uh, I haven't done that either. I haven't done that either, and I want to because actually, I, I I've heard good things about it. My I mom, just, I, I don't have time. I'm like, I. I just, I don't think that I could get into it. I don't. Think We've got to watch Jason Goes to Hell and Surf Ninjas. We've got no time We've for got quality no television. Time for quality television. <laughs> no. Who the fuck do you think we are? Nineteen ninety three movies to go to. <laughs> or if you're me, you sit down for three hours and watch three hours worth of nineteen nineties commercials. Which, holy shit! By the way, we had to be the most attention deficient people. <laughs> Why would you say um, that? Or, th- these commercials, like the aesthetic of them, and why? Why even? I'm sorry. Why people at your age want to dress like the '90s? Because they're horrible <laughs> outfits. And then there's all this like, like really fast shit happening in these commercials. You can thank MTV for that. I know. I know. And I won't thank them very much. <laughs> but I found the Retro Depot on YouTube. And the only reason I found it was because I was looking to watch the very first episode of Paul Rudd's TV show, Wild Oats. that came out in 1994. And actually, it, it was kind of funny. I, I actually yeah, laughed. You're gonna, but, this is the kickoff to your Wild Oats spinoff podcast. That's exactly right, which I need to do that. <laughs> but I'm only going to do it if Paul will be on it with me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's, him, it's Paul. It's Paula Marshall. It's this guy, Tim Conlon, who I don't remember, but he was actually quite funny in this show. It was a decent show, but what I found on this Retro Depot, these these all the videos on there, they have, like I said, and, and not only that, but the TV shows that they uploaded, they left the commercials in there, so that's even better, which I love that kind of shit, because I love those retro commercials. But, like, I mean, it, we've got, like, HBO promos from the 80s, um, episodes of the Transformers cartoon, um, I mean, just so much stuff here. ABC commercials from 12-8-83, that's pretty specific. That is very specific. Um, Funky Brewster, 
those ads. Remember the one that's one to grow on. Do you remember those? Kind like the, of, yeah. yeah. Like, so they have those on there. Mork and Mindy, um, a TV show called Hang Time, which I don't remember that at all. Oh, I'm remember thinking that? of Hanging a Mr. Cro- hanging oh, with Mr. Cooper. Oh, that one too. Um, <laughs> do you remember Hiller and Diller? No. Okay. That, what that's the hell one. is that? It was another comedy that was on. I, I was alive during that. I don't you remember. Were. Popples. No. I had a popple. I have by no the memory. Way. I have no memory popples. of popples. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, it, it's it's just chock full of really cool shit. Like if you if you like nostalgia and if you're old enough to remember it, it's fun to go back and watch. Um. Like, you know, it's it's one. It, I think what's nice about those type of things that you find on YouTube that are from that time is that you can. It's like grounding yourself in the universe again because, yeah. like, these things did happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. Right. I'm not being gaslit. <laughs> I do that with professional wrestling all the time. Like, when I try and think of professional wrestling mm-hmm. from the past, I have to go back and watch it to make sure that actually happened. Yeah, because some, cause I've had that where it's actually been kind of like a, a Mandela effect thing. And like, I'm like, that's not how that went. <laughs> the 1990s in professional wrestling, just to get off on a weird tangent. There was a guy already there. in professional wrestling who his his real job uh, outside of professional wrestling was that he was an IRS agent. No, he wasn't. Yeah, that and was his real? name his name was IRS. Stop. He's in, which were his initials for Irwin R. Scheister. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. That's real. That's real. <laughs> oh, he's not even not even the best one because there were brothers, a brother tag team. So there's Henry O. Godwin and his brother Phineas I. Godwin. So that would be Hog and Pig. (laughs) (laughs) They were managed by Hillbilly Jim. Okay, that's right. I know that name, but I feel like this is a fever dream you had. (laughs) Did you ever have scarlet fever when you were young? There was, I kid you not, a professional wrestler by the name of T.L. Hopper. And his job outside of wrestling was that he was a, a he, uh, the people who work on toilets. A plumber? He was a plumber. He was a wrestling plumber. <laughs> no. No, he wasn't. <laughs> and then there was Duke the Dumpster Drossy. What do you think his job was? He's a garbage man. He was a garbage oh man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? And then Aldo Montoya. Was a was a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Is a the Portuguese man of war. <laughs> can we can we talk about daddy again? <laughs> oh, no, thank you. <laughs> it's weird what we remember, oh, but yeah, but it is it is comforting. There's something about it that's really comforting. That's just weird, right? Yeah. I mean, I can understand like Russian guys and like Iranian guys, like the foreign heel makes sense, but like somebody sat down and thought. That guy. That guy. That guy should be, he should be a wrestling plumber. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I got this great idea. Hear me out. (laughs) Wrestling plumber. (laughs) He'll carry a a thing to the ring, the the plunger to the ring, and put it on the face (laughs) of his opponents. He did that. (laughs) What year was this? (laughs) 94, 95. that would be about right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I, wow. It, it, that exists. That's a real thing. It's great. Yeah. No, really, that's great. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Yeah, yeah. 
Are we done? <laughs> you haven't even asked what's happening next week. What's happening next week? Or what are we missing? What are we, are we missing anything uh, from the show? Was there any sweaty things you wanted to mention? <gasps> oh, yeah, there was moisture on the uh, on the corner. Uh, but then it turned out that was just blood. We're in a we're in a, <laughs> we're in a period of time when Jurgen Proke now was on vacation. Yep, he was not part of any of this nonsense. He, he went back to Germany and he said, "Fuck all <laughs> you guys." So, Surf Ninjas, you've created that. Yeah. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm I'm off. I'm out of here. I know I'm the biggest star in the world, but by the way, big uh, news, guys. Hmm. Our Jurgen Proke now signed eight by ten will be here on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mahogany frame set and ready. <laughs> Yes. I can't fucking wait. And ben. yes, if you go to our Facebook, which we do have our own Facebook, you will see pictures of it. That is true. I may actually take him in the car with me on occasion, just put him in the seatbelt. Yeah. And just drive around with him. Yeah. Make just... kind of me and a Jurgen thing, you know? <laughs> it's a Jurgen thing. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> there you go. There it is. I'll, I'll make my own t-shirts too. That merch is coming soon. <laughs> merch is coming soon. Yeah. Uh, so the next, uh, I guess, because we seem to be doing this every other week now. Yeah. Uh, is that a permanent thing? Or? Um, no, I don't think so. But like it, it, it kind of like, well, in the situation of today, too, it's nice that we can bundle up two bad movies together because we don't want to stretch an hour out talking about either <laughs> one of those films. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, we'll be back to we should be back to back to normal. Um, if we ever have to double up on movies, it's only because Sean refuses to drive here. Oh, that's rude. I'm just saying. That's rude. That's it. Uh, that's um, it. The next movie is a film starring the the wonderful Patrick Swayze. Uh, is this next of kin? No. Is it? Oh, it's that one where he plays a dad, <laughs> right? It's that one. The, where na- he... the name's a pun. <laughs> but he's an ex-con, right? Yeah. Daddy. So, so what would you call that? Daddy, don't. Fatherhood. Oh, oh get out of here! Because he's, he's a hoodlum and he's a oh. dad. He's a fatherhood. <sighs> I remember hearing that. <laughs> Here's the thing: if it if it were anybody else but Swayze, I would put my foot down and say, "No, I'm not watching this fucking movie." But I love Patrick Swayze too much to not want to watch it. Oh. yeah. I don't know what to do about the following week. What is that? Fortress, Fortress with Christopher Lambert or Calendar Girl starring Jason Priestley. Where they, uh, <laughs> Do they you remember me looking up Calendar Girls? They essentially plot the rape of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to do that one because I have oh. a lot to say. Okay. I, uh. I showed you clips from that movie. I was going to suggest we put up a poll and take movies we wa- didn't watch earlier this year and put them on a poll and let people decide. Instead of watching either of those two. Movies. I think you could do that, actually. Yeah. I think you could do that. You could do that on the Facebook page. I should start that on Tumblr, too. because We should have a Tumblr, because they could always do those polls. Do that on Tumblr. Start the Tumblr. And we could do that on, we can do that on Facebook? I didn't know we could do that on Facebook. I have no idea. Facebook. Okay. We're gonna... You can just uh, like for this or heart for this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate those. That's uh, Twitter. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we don't call it X. <laughs> I don't know what X. What is that? I don't <laughs> know what that Elon is. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Yeah. I have no idea what that is. Uh, yeah, so fatherhood next week. Fatherhood. I'm ready for it. I hope they have many puns in the movie, too. <laughs> don't you have to go. <laughs> You're late for something. <laughs>